Hi, friends. Welcome to season two of Invest Your Best with Allie Kay. Come along as I casually explore what it takes for you to live your best life mentally, physically, and spiritually by focusing on the things you can control, your thinking and actions. Come and listen as I have raw, real, and open conversations about what it takes for you to step into action to live your best life. It's time to invest your best. All right, you guys, we have made it. We are officially into 2021. We're here. We're living. We're on to a new year. And this episode is coming out kind of in the middle of January. And if you're anything like me, it's not as exciting as it was the first week of January. And what I mean by that is, you know, with the whole new year, we're all setting new goals, new intentions. We've made resolutions. And that first week of January, we come in hot. We're so excited. We're ready to do this. And then the second week, the reality sets in. You know, we start thinking, this is a little harder than what we thought. And as time goes on, it's really, really easy to start losing that motivation and going back to our old ways. So this episode, I want to go back to basics. I want to focus on really the only things that we can control, and that all starts with you. So this episode is all about what you need to do and what we all can do in order to take care of ourselves so that we can push through. So the idea of self-care has really been a major buzzword over the past couple years. I think a lot more people are talking about how important it is to care for yourself and not on not only on like a physical level but on a mental side too. So if you're burnt out from work, you know, I know a lot of businesses are advocating their employees to take a personal day for their mental health, you know, people are really acknowledging the importance of self-care. And I tell you, I was really bad about taking care of myself mentally and physically. I think the whole idea of self-care really didn't click with me until a little after I became a mother and I realized that if I wasn't putting in the work to take care of myself, then I was literally useless. And I know for mothers especially, and dads too, we can get into this guilt where we feel like if we're giving ourselves, you know, that time, it's almost selfish. I don't know where this mentality came from, but I feel it too. You know, sometimes when I leave my kids to go take that 30-minute run that I truly need, there are times where I feel selfish and I have to like snap my hair tie around my wrist to be like, Allie, stop thinking that way because I know that when I do go get that run and I'm mentally taking care of myself, you know, my runs, I've talked about it. That's where I organize my thoughts. I process my emotions. You know, I give myself those 30 minutes to regroup and I need that. And I realize when I don't give myself those 30 minutes of movement, I'm I'm not as good of a person as I can be. I don't 
hit that potential. And I think as parents, we think, you know, we just give, give, give. And again, it's that whole metaphor of that oxygen mask when you're flying on a plane and the oxygen mask come down. If you don't put it on yourself first, you can't help other people around you. So I really want to talk about the importance of self-care and really help reframe that perspective that giving yourself and fulfilling your needs mentally and physically is not selfish. It is a priority in order to live your best life. And when you're living your best life, you're giving your best self to the people around you. So what self-care looks like can be different for everyone. And there's no right or wrong way. It's it's the idea of just taking care of yourself physically, mentally, and spiritually. So I just want to go through different categories and kind of share like what I'm doing to work on those areas to better myself and take care of myself. And hopefully these are things that you can directly apply to your everyday life. So one of the major things that we can control is how we talk to ourselves. And I've talked about the idea of self-talk in season one on a couple episodes. And my inner self-talk was such a major thing in my whole fitness and weight loss journey. I realized the way I talked to myself and the way I was treating myself was terrible. And once I kind of shifted the way I was talking to myself, it changed my life. And as I mentioned before, self-talk is that inner dialogue inside of your head. So if you stop and you listen or just become aware of what you're telling yourself in every type of situation. And self-talk is so important to become aware of because one, we can control it and we can change it. So if you're engaging in negative self-talk, that's something that we can work on to change. But number two, self-talk is also so important because what we tell ourselves is what we believe. So what we tell ourselves is what we believe who we are too. And that overall fuels our behaviors and our thinkings and our actions. So really the basic of everything is what are you telling yourself? There are situations, so many situations in my life where sometimes I feel like I'm failing like a mother. And I know that's extreme, but there's some times where I'm like, man, am I doing this right? Like, you're not good at this or you don't know what you're doing or, you know, just that negative self-talk that I engage in a lot when it comes to motherhood. Because if you're a mother and a father, you know, there's no manual. Yeah, there's books out there about parenthood, but we just have to take it day by day. But I really find myself talking to myself in a very negative way way, especially when it comes to motherhood. And this is silly, but I do it. And I just mentioned it before. I wear a hair tie around my wrist. And any time that I find myself kind of slumping into that negative self-talk, I will literally snap that rubber band to get myself out of it. And it's one of those things like, okay, I'm aware I'm shifting to that negative self-talk and I can change it. So I really encourage you guys to replace that negative self-talk with positive. And 
again, this is something that you have to become aware of and work towards constantly. I'm not perfect when it comes to negative self-talk, but the biggest thing is becoming aware of it and knowing that you can replace that negative self-talk because at the end of the day, what you tell yourself is what you're going to believe. Another area I want to talk about is physical health. I actually, so Ed Milet is my favorite podcast. If you have not listened to him, go listen to him. He's so inspirational. Um, I just get fired up whenever I just put on one of his podcasts on in the morning or when I'm walking. I I gain so much from it. But today I was listening to his podcast and he actually had Sean Stevenson on. And he, Sean Stevenson is the author of Eat Smarter, which I can't wait to go buy. It's a book. And we'll be back after a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG, and we are the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. He was saying how what you feed yourself literally makes up your body. You know, it it makes up your organs, your skin cells, like everything. You literally are what you eat. And that was so powerful to hear. And I'm telling you guys, I have realized the more I eat better, when I do, you know, have those cheat days and I indulge, I feel like crap. I'm sluggish. I'm tired. I just like physically feel bloated. I just, I'm really seeing the effects of when I do eat clean versus when I do, you know, eat that burger with the fries and all that. And I'm not saying that cut all that stuff out of your life. That's not what I'm saying. I am someone who really advocates for just making slow and steady changes to your lifestyle. So if you are aware that how you're treating your body by what you're eating isn't the best and you do want to make a change, slow and steady changes. And like I said, it's all about just gradually eliminating stuff. So as mentioned before with my whole weight loss and fitness journey, some of the things that really work for me is in the morning, I replace my first meal of the day with a plant-based protein shake. I love that. And I know that there's quality nutrients in there. There's protein. Um, I add like daily greens, which there's a lot of many brands that you can buy that have the daily green supplement. So I know I'm getting a daily serving of vegetables and stuff. And that just starts my day off in a really positive way. Like I feel really good after I drink that, especially after, you know, I run or I lift weights. I know that I'm getting the protein that my body needs. Another thing is, so I'm really bad about drinking water. And one of my resolutions was to start drinking more water. And the way I did that was I bought a water bottle and I just carry it around everywhere I go. And I am drinking more water. And I will tell you that I crave less things. I don't know if this is a coincidence. I'm not a a doctor or anything, but I've realized that I feel 
satisfied throughout the day and I'm not craving all these like salty and like chocolate things that I used to crave. So really uptake your water. I know that's like old school and we hear it all the time, drink your water. But again, we're going back to basics. If there's anything that you can do to better yourself, your physical health, drink that water. Another thing is, like I said, make slow and steady changes. If you're someone who drinks a lot of soda or maybe you put that a lot of creamer and sugar in your coffee and you know you're like having that crash at 3 p.m., maybe just try slowly eliminating that and gradually cutting it out and see how it makes you feel. But definitely taking care of yourself physically is a very important part of self-care because at the end of the day, what you feed yourself literally makes up your body. The other category of self-care that I wanted to talk about is the mental side of it. It's so funny. My husband constantly makes fun of me because he's always like, oh, physically and mentally. But it's true. You know, your body makes up your mind, you know, your mentality, your physical side and your spiritual mind, body, spirit, you know, that makes you who you are. So that's why I'm always referring to it. But yeah, the mental side of self-care is obviously very important. So I'm going to share some of the things that you can do in order to better yourself mentally. So I know I talk about this all the time and I will die talking about this, but moving your body for 30 minutes a day is so important for your mental health. And I've realized that I am someone who doesn't get a lot of opportunities to get inside of my head. And, you know, we live in this really loud and chaotic world. And I don't know if you're like me, but some of my best ideas come from when I'm in the shower because it's quiet and I can hear myself think. And that's one of the reasons why I love to run because I can get inside of my head and I can really think and I can, you know, set goals and and process stuff and really just take that time to organize what's going on in my mind. So, so taking that 30 minutes a day, you know, to walk, to run, to just be present really helps you to just think and, and just be present in the world. But not only does it help in that sense, but, you know, it helps release endorphins and, you know, that those happy feelings. And I'm telling you when I work out, like when I have a really good workout where I'm lifting heavy, now I'm getting into lifting weights. But when I walk out knowing that I just like hit thrusted 225 pounds, that's a humble brag. But you know, when I know that I just did that, I walk out of that gym knowing like, shoot, I can take on this day. Like I can handle whatever is going to be thrown at me because I just killed it. So really I have seen it firsthand how working out has directly translated into my everyday life where I'm more resilient. I'm better, you know, a mom because I'm patient and, and I, I feel motivated for the day because I do get that workout in the morning. Um, it's done wonders for me. So again, I will constantly talk about that, how movement is truly medicine, especially for your mental health. Another way of 
taking care of yourself on the mental side is meditation. Now, I have to be honest with you. I am not about meditation, and I'll tell you why. Because I do have such a very active brain that I do find it hard to just sit there and be still. And I know that's the purpose, but I kind of find that within running because I am doing something active, but I can still kind of just be present in my mind. But I am for 2021 trying to do five minutes a day, just five minutes, because it has been torture so far. But five minutes of just closing my eyes and focusing on breathing deeply. And there's so many evidence-based research out there that supports just the long-term benefits of this, um, where you focus on your breathing and you do meditate. So I'm not knocking it. I'm just being honest with you guys that this is something that is my goal and I'm working towards. And I have realized when I start the day with those five minutes where I do focus on my breathing and the room's quiet and my kids aren't up yet and I'm not rushing in the mornings, I have kind of set up myself to have a better day. Um, Before, my mornings are very chaotic because I tend to sleep in a little later than I should and then I'm just running around the house with my head chopped off, you know, trying to make lunches and yelling at my seven-year-old to get dressed and you know, I don't like starting the morning like that. And I realize when I wake up just 10 minutes earlier and I get those five minutes of just breathing in, I feel better. So I will keep you guys updated on my whole meditation journey and if it involves into something more than these five minutes, but I can definitely see a difference of how my morning just starts by taking those five minutes to myself. Another way you can take care of yourself is by protecting your energy. 2021 is going to be the year for me where I am going to be very cognizant of how I spend my time and who I spend my time with. So I learned a couple years back while I was in therapy, Therapy is the best thing. There is nothing to be ashamed of that. It just shows that you are bettering yourself. So if you are interested in therapy, go check it out. Um, But anyways, back when I was in therapy in a season of my life, I learned that I was a highly sensitive person. And this is a personality trait. And I really encourage you guys to kind of look this up because no one... It hasn't really been talked about a lot. There is a book that I read. It's called The Highly Sensitive Person. Um, But it really clicked with me. And basically, a highly sensitive person is someone who has high increased emotional sensitivity levels. And the way I knew I was a highly sensitive person is I am the type of person that when I'm around other people, I am so sensitive to how they feel. Like I can feel how they're feeling. I can't really explain it more than that. And then I've, I've always been like this. I need to go and have my alone time in my room. I've been like this since I was like seven years old after hanging out with people and I get drained very easily. And I always need that time to myself to recharge, especially being around people because I do feel that energy from other people and and look it up if 
if you're like, oh my gosh, this sounds like me, I really encourage you to look it up because it's, it was so enlightening for me to learn and really like pinpoint what that means and what I can do about it. But even if you're not a highly sensitive person, protecting your energy is so important. I have realized there are people in my life that emotionally drain me. And I'm not talking about like the friends who call me and just need to vent because I'm that friend. I have my very close circle of friends where I know that I can call them at any time and just have a very quick vent session and they can do the same with me. I'm not talking about those kind of people and those type of relationships. I'm talking about the people that constantly bring you down. I want to be around people who bring me up and I want to lift up other people. I don't want to constantly be brought down. And I think we all have those people in our life where it's like, are you gaining from this friendship or is more taking away from this friendship? Or it's like, maybe it's time to reevaluate. And I think now that, you know, next week is my birthday, I'm turning 32 and I have a husband and I have two kids. I'm very cautious and aware of how I spend my time and how I waste my time. So, you know, those relationships in my life, I'm reevaluating to to see if I'm benefiting from them or they're taking more away from me. So, I really encourage you to reevaluate your relationships in your life. There is nothing wrong with walking away from relationships that aren't benefiting you. And that's the reality of getting older. It doesn't have to be in a nasty falling out way, but there is something so powerful in saying, hey, you know, I'm better than this relationship and it's it's just not working for me and just walking away from it. So really protecting your energy and being aware how you spend your time and who you spend your time with. I've also realized sometimes in the morning I can be a little wasteful with my time. Like I come back from the gym and I have time to shower and then start my day with work. And I find like that in-between period, sometimes I'm scrolling more on my phone than I should. And now I'm just getting in the habit of either skimming a book for 10 pages or throwing on a podcast, but I really want 2021 to be the year where every minute of the day I'm gaining something from and I'm getting inspired from. Um, And I really find that with, you know, listening to podcasts or, you know, surrounding myself with people who are further along in life than me, where I can learn something from them and, you know, just really evaluating how I spend my time. So I encourage you to do the same. All right, guys, there are so many ways of how you can dive into self-care. If you need more ideas, there's so much information on the internet. Again, self-care looks differently for everyone, but that's the whole idea. Go back to basics and give yourself the care that you deserve. And I am so excited about season two of this podcast. I hope you are too. I have some amazing guests lined up that I'm so excited about and I can't wait to share those interviews with you all. If you are looking for some type of workout accountability, I have partnered with the Way Better 
app and I have a workout challenge that is starting January 21st. This is how it works. Work out for four times a week for 30 minutes minimum. You can do any type of workout. It can be swimming, walking, running, yoga, yoga lotties, dancing, whatever you can think of, moving your body 30 minutes a day. All that is required is that you take a selfie of yourself at the end and submit it. If you do that for two weeks, you win jackpot money. Typically, it's a $10 buy-in, but for this month, Way Better is running a January special where your $10 will be credited to you. And then the $1.99 fee to join the app the first month is free. So there is nothing to lose in this workout challenge, but everything to gain. And you will get accountability and support from the group members. And I will be there every step of the way. You can find me on Instagram at Alexandra Will, TikTok, DM me. And really exciting, I will be announcing my coaching program this Friday. So if you are not on the list, go to investyourbestwithallyk.com, leave your email, and you will be the first one to get notified about the Invest Your Best with Allie K coaching. And I will see you next time.